and welcome, Joshua. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome, bug catchers, to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast. It's back. wherein I, Motanari. Uh, oh, uh, Motanari. Motanari. Did you even play the game, Josh? Bet you thought you could get me, but I got it. AKA Tanner Green Ring. Play and and I'm joined by my co-host, obviously, Hitty Joshi. Thank you. Hitty Yoshi. Hideyoshi from the Ignis Nation. Yes. Yes, I got it. Play through each Pokemon game, um, uh, castle by uh, castle, uh, nation by yeah. nation. <laughs> That's it. Nation by nation. Yeah. <laughs> week by week. Uh, this is an interstitial season. That's right. But Tanner, you say, isn't this technically season five D? D. Uh, and to which I say, yes. If you don't like it, go start your own podcast. And did Pokemon Ranger Shadows of Almia technically come out in Gen 4? Who's to say? You know, we play fast and lose with the rules. This is certainly Gen 5, though. It's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. And if like you, you like can it, hear in the ad breaks, you can just go make your own podcast if you, you got a problem. You can go make your own podcast. We've got an idea for you. Yeah. It's probably a good one about food-themed Pokemon. That's right. And we probably should record a new one soon. <laughs> yeah, probably you're sick of hearing those. Well. But maybe we have to keep letting it run because that last idea for the foodie fun Funyuns or whatever, that yeah. was a great one. We should definitely record one of those when we're done here. Yeah. Uh, yeah J- we should- Josh, yes, we're continuing the interstitials. We wanted to definitely hit this game because it is a genre that you and I are both fans of. And we oh, yeah. hear... You, you, this is, this is a, a tidbit I got from you and I don't know if it's true or not. It might be, um, apocryphal, mm-hmm. but okay. I hear that this is among the most popular side Pokemon games. Yeah. I, I've also played it. I don't know if you remember that. I have oh, played yes. this. And you have. This one is one of the rare interstitials along with, uh, Coliseum and Gale of Darkness that I have played before. Yep. So that makes it a Joshi's pick. It's a Joshi's pick. And the yeah. game is called Pokemon Conquest. And based on the response that we saw when we announced we were playing it, I don't think we saw anyone who was like, that game sucks. No, we saw a lot of people say, that game's fucking expensive, you dickheads. Yeah, and a lot Why of people. Why are you making me buy this? Um, which I sympathize with. It is very expensive. Yeah. How do you think we feel? We have to buy it. We have to keep buying all of them. Yeah. This one is actually relatively cheap. The cheapest one was Ranger. That was only like 25 bucks. Yeah, no one wanted that. But if you're a freak <laughs> like me. Which is crazy because it was you, fun. <laughs> you also buy the uh, the case with the manual and everything. So. Oh, that's if you're Josh. If I'm you're, the completionist. If you're Tanner, you just buy Lucy's. They come in little <laughs> little uh, padded envelopes with just like a Nintendo cart and like a, a burnt out cigarette butt in it. Yeah, and like, and like some child had written Mr. Poopy Faces. <laughs> yeah, on the D- it says Dylan, like, and it's written over the the contacts. So it That's my works. worst nightmare. Even when I was a kid, I was like, "No, this is uncouth. I'm not scribbling my chicken scratch all over this beautiful <laughs> piece of game." Oh, uh, you and I were such different kids. I I destroyed everything I touched as a kid. I remember as a kid one time. I could see it. I my mom bought me what must have been thousands of dollars worth of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles action figures. Oh my and god. And when I was a little kid, I walked across the street to the well, there's a baseball diamond across the street from my house. And I walked across the street and I 
hucked them at the side of the dugout building. Oh, okay. Until they all broke apart, and then I would mix and match their like legs and arm pieces to make like oh. mutant ninja turtles. I guess <laughs> Do- I was Doctor that... Frankenstein. I guess I was that kid from Toy Story. Oh yeah, maybe you were the inspiration, Sid. Sid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John or what's his face? Uh, whatever his name is. Wait, is Mr. that the Pixar. Larry Bird one? That's the only guy I remember, and I don't even know if his first name's Larry. Larry Bird is a basketball player. Oh, that's your indoctrination. Isn't there some guy whose last name is Bird that's Pixar uh, royalty? I don't think so. I think it's Katz or Katz. I don't remember. Why are we talking about Pixar? Josh, we came to play <laughs> Pokemon Conquest. We came to take over Ransai, the region. The Ransai region. Oh, it's such a such an interesting setting. It's like... This is like, uh, what, what do they say? Pokemon Conquest walked so that Pokemon Legends Arceus could run. That's right, yeah. It sort of takes place in this like proto-universe uh, before like everyone is like, you know, old-timey sort of like samurais. I know, where is this in the timeline? I, I don't know, maybe it's removed? Maybe this was like Arceus's like kind of sandbox mode. You know what? I think that's like asking like, Kasui. where does Hyrule Warriors fall into the Zelda timeline? Yeah, that's Do you a know good point. the answer to that one? Uh, it does, wasn't this one canon because it's got Age of Calamity stuff going on? Um, I think that the newest Hyrule Warriors was canon. Uh, Maybe that's debated, but really? in this case, I have no idea if Pokemon Conquest counts, but it would be interesting. I played about 20 minutes of the first Hyrule Warriors game. And Me then, too. Um, Turned it off forever because I remembered that I hate the Warriors games. I am also not a fan of just like, I know it gets more advanced, but it's essentially just a hack and slash. And like, yeah, I it, just, and I that's reminding me, I I always, because I didn't like um Dynasty Warriors. I played that which when I would same, go to my friend's same house genre. on PlayStation. Yeah. Um, which we will tell you in a little bit, Bug Catchers, this game, Pokemon Conquest, was birthed from. That's right. It's it birthed came, from a few things. Dropping out of the the vulva of the Warriors <laughs> franchise, still sticky with with amniotic fluid. Yeah, it's sort of like when you mashed a bunch of Ninja Turtles figurines yes, together, and that's what exactly. this is from different games, like Nobunaga's Ambition. We got the Warriors. We got our pal Ishihara's involved. Ishihara, who we, you may remember from the Pokemon trading card game, Game Boy game. Yep. game for game boy yeah uh color that's the I one. think um so yeah uh, let's let's get into it so the way we're going to be playing this game bug catchers you will have seen the graphic by now but oh yeah that's our hot new thing yeah we're probably gonna be playing about three what do you call them Re- uh, uh nations uh yeah. a week um and then each of the three nations has little like I don't know what you call them, side quests or or mini games, like little little things that happen within each nation. Um, you can go to little areas and and catch new Pokemon or meet new trainers, warriors. I think they're called, uh, t- keeping with the the warriors tradition. So, and we'll inevitably do some amount of side quests because we can't resist. But we are trying to keep Whoa. it pretty close to the main quests, just because. Anyone who listened to the Pokemon Ranger or the Colosseum or the Gale of Darkness interstitials, we thought that they would take just four easy breezy episodes and we ended up playing like 10 hours a week. So we're yeah. really trying to avoid that and have a little bit of a cool down 
before we ramp back up with season six. Josh, I wasn't looking at our Zoom. I was looking at the show notes that we put together, and I yeah. just clicked back over to the Zoom for the first time. Why didn't you tell me that I had like Plastic Man filter on my face? I look like a like I'm an action figure. You see, <laughs> thought this, you were like, looking sm- pretty good. Thought you had a new smoothing they've put on here. here I'm going to turn it off. Look, thought how, you just look, had a new like skincare shit. regimen. Now it's now I look terrible. I mean, it looks essentially the same. There's just a couple. I'm just couple a little less more lines up on the forehead. Look at these. Huh? It's distinguished. We're taking our time because uh, Josh and I fully expected, we were like, okay, let's break this out into something that's like reasonable, that we can get through. We can do this in like four or five weeks. Like, might be a little bit of a slog, but maybe we can get through three nations in the first week. And then both of us uh, texted one another earlier today <laughs> and was like, I did that in about 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? So at least these first few nations are are a bit of a cakewalk. It honestly sort of still felt like you're in tutorial mode throughout these first three nations. Yeah, we haven't really been cut loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine in the coming weeks it'll it'll kind of pick up and get a little bit more uh, a little bit more difficult. But Joshua, why don't you tell me a little bit about Pokemon Conquest? So, as we mentioned, it takes place in Ransai, and it is based on the legend of Ransai that we will learn about as we play the game. But Mm. it is said that the region was created by a mythical Pokemon, a.k.a. Arceus. Interesting. I was told once that Arceus created everything. You once said he was God, or it was God. Yeah, it's the God. Okay, so how does every region was created by Arceus? Well, that's why I think if this is the earliest one, this is sandbox mode. And then Arceus goes on and does, you know. Oh, this is his Garden of Eden? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's this beautiful paradise. Created in its own image, which is literally that Ransai looks like Arceus. Yeah, it's shaped shaped like Arceus. Self-absorbed. It's cute. But it is 17 different kingdoms, and the legend foretells that if you conquer all 17, it brings forth the return of Arceus. Mm. And I don't know if that's good. Seems bad. I feel like you don't want to summon God. Yeah, I think if someone From said, what I hey, recall, that's bad. If you visit 17 nations, you'll summon God. I'd be like, okay, I'll be very careful to never visit those 17 nations. Thank you for warning me. Right. I'll make sure I don't check all of that off the list because that doesn't really just sound great. But everyone in the Ransai region has the exact opposite reaction. They're like, summon God. Yes, please. And they all start. Love it calling themselves warlords and warriors and fighting one another for domination of the Ransai That's region. all they do, as far as I could tell. Well, except the Greenleaf clan, which we'll get into. That's yeah, I think well, we did the Greenleaf clan pretty dirty this week. Yeah, well... They just wanted you, to be left alone. I mean, you can tell from their name, Greenleaf. You know, yeah. what, you know what they enjoy. Can I tell you how to say um, Greenleaf in um, Cinderin? Sure. Here it is. Legolas. <laughs> Legolas is... uh, I really didn't know where that was going. He's the guy from Lord of the Rings, you know, the elf. Yeah. His name means Greenleaf. And that's that's your little casual fun fact. You just had that one waiting in the wings? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. (laughs) I'm sure I used to. I don't remember that at this point. I remember it from a Tumblr post back when we were all on Tumblr. Someone said, like, in the movies, they call him Legolas Greenleaf, which just means Greenleaf, Greenleaf. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm sure that that person is a well-adjusted adult by now. <laughs> you know what? Look at all of us now. We were all on Tumblr, and now we're all well-adjusted adults. So yeah, I still we found get our way. 
emails every other week, seemingly, of Tumblr reminding me that some weird Tumblr that I had created is now, you know, 10 years old or whatever. <laughs> I, Review of my tenders. That was the, a good one. That was a good one. God, why do we let that one slip through our fingers? Yeah, the the whole review of my empire universe fell yeah. apart. Once Jack and I cashed out on that book, we never looked back. Yeah. I wonder if that video of me drunkenly reviewing your friend's cat is still on there, too. Probably. Yeah. Somewhere. Tanner no, and I think that went down. Jack wrote a, uh, we a had book a blog. review of my cat. Yeah. We had a blog, a blog called Review of My Cat, and then someone made us turn it into a book, and we did. I still got it somewhere we were, on the bookshelf. That's just what we were all doing me. back then, people. It was like 2011 or whatever. Oh, yeah. There are no rules. What were we talking hey, about? Legolas. Ransai. The Ransai region. Yes. Yeah. So I guess should we do a little background of the game or do we want to keep going with... Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the game because it's got a pretty like wild history or like a wild like conception. We were diving into this before the episode because we wanted to know what we could cover here. And it turns out that a lot of our favorite characters, like we mentioned, Ishihara, is involved with this. Yes. It was the second collaboration between Nintendo and Tecmo, with the first was... Love Tecmo Super Bowl. Yes. Was the first one Tecmo Super Bowl? Oh, that's right. Because I played a lot of that on Nintendo. Um, The first was apparently... Mirasami Castle mode in Samurai Warriors 3. Yeah. So a mode within a game. So that's this game already is, it's based on a mode back. within a a game which is a early one of those Warriors games, right? That's right, yeah. Oh, I think actually Samurai Warriors 3 may have been pretty recent. I think that's Wii. Yeah, that's Wii era, which which lines up with this. Oh, Ishihara is still the producer of Pokemon, and he manages all aspects of the Pokemon franchise. So he's our god, maybe. Oh, he's our god, yeah. He's like, he's our daddy. So he was a fan of Nobunaga's Ambition, which was yes. a Tecmo game. And, and Tecmo's and, president, Shibasawa. And I hate to interrupt, Koshiro Josh. Sawa. Yeah. But what do we know about Nobunaga? Nobu nothing. No, I just no, told Nobu you. Nada. <laughs> I just told you, Josh. But I wanted to make that joke. And you rolled your eyes and said, great, now I know that, or something. Well, I already forgot completely what it was. Oda Nobunaga was the clan leader in Japan who united Japan back in the, like, whatever, whatever century. That's right. And he's been a civilization leader, I think, in Civ Five. So I should know that. I should know that. should know that. Yeah. And there was a video game about him, apparently. Yeah, which is a tactics or um, strategy game. Yeah. And that... The, the president of Tecmo, which is behind Nobunaga's ambition, Ko Shibisawa, is a fan of Pokemon. And their buds, Ishihara and, and Shibisawa, are like hanging out. And they were like, hey, why don't we make a game together that's... Maybe it's a game that's based on a mode of another game. And there's a little <laughs> bit of... <laughs> little column A, a little column B, and then that's Pokemon Conquest. It feels like they're covering their bases. They're like, oh, this game is totally just based on this mode in this other game. And it's not based on this incredibly massive popular franchise called Fire Emblem. Right, yeah. That is what I With always the exact same thought, gameplay. <laughs> Until this, reading this article, I assumed that this was inspired by Fire Emblem. Yeah, it plays a lot like Fire Emblem. Yeah. Which are Apparently, games that I love. I liked it when it was Game Boy. I actually did not complete the Switch one. Three Houses. Yeah. It didn't take for some reason. Um, I'm not sure I totally completed it, but I certainly sunk a lot of hours into it. The Game Boy Advance one I really loved. What I do not remember which 
title I just, it was. I could not get enough of staring into Claude's little dreamy eyes. <laughs> that I agree with. <laughs> also, apparently, the reason that there are 17 regions in Ransai is that there were 17 different Pokemon types at the time, which was 2012. Huh. There's not, I don't think there's a ton of Pokemon in this game. I no. don't think it's the full decks or anything even near it. Um, I, uh, I'm i sure we can pull that from here somewhere. Um, but while we try to figure that out, you know, it is. it does have commonalities. Like there are six Pokemon on each side, up to six. You don't yep. always have them. Yep. And they are the Pokemon you know and love. So they have the same types and like there's type advantages and disadvantages. But there's one of the key differences is that you... You collect not only Pokemon, but you collect their warriors. And so each of the non, each of the kingdoms has like a warrior that you can collect. And that warrior will have like theming that's kind of like reminiscent of its Pokemon. And you can recruit them by defeating them in battle. Is it possible there's only 32 Pokemon in this game? No. No, there's definitely more than that. Yeah. We'll get to the bottom of how many Pokemon in there are in the game, but it's not a lot. No. 200. Um, 200? 200? Well, Apparently hell, that's 200. more than the first Pokemon game. I'll yeah, but it. it is pulling from, you know, five generations, and it's just 200, so. <sighs> Can I say something controversial that the bug catchers are not going to like? Oh, here we go. Here we go. I like this game a lot. Oh, okay. I, I had a lot of fun with the first three levels. Good. I think that the character designs of the warriors and some of the like you know cutscene shots of these like samurai type warriors look really good they look really fun mm-hmm. the pokemon sprites look fucking terrible yeah it does They're have so a little bad. bit of the like black and white gen 5 hangover where well, they're, they are they're also kind of really tiny pixelated and yeah, tiny. yeah they have to be super but- <laughs> tiny to fit on this like you know battlefield grid where you're where you're battling pokemon yeah so they they fit in this like little tiny space and they just had to jam so much detail into such a tiny space and they did this kind of like chibi thing you know what chibi is in like anime i mean it's like when characters have like the little bodies with the the stout or the the like short limbs and the really big heads that's right yeah that's called chibi and they do a little bit of that with these characters too so they just sort of look like i don't know they look like the gachapon toys I agree with that. Yeah, they get a little crunchy. They're weirdly smaller than the sprites you would know and love from the mainline games, but then also more pixelated yeah, <laughs> rather more than pixelated. like a higher quality, which is strange. Yeah. But some I of them, some of do them agree that like... So bad. <laughs> I think the art, like the box art and like the animations from cutscenes and like the little battle like, you know, challenge box that pops up when you go into a new battle, like all of the over... That art looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that think the style's awesome. really cool. But and all the char- like all the war did you just say this? All the warriors look really good. It's so cool. I love how they have their designs of like their armor will be inspired by their signature Pokemon is very sweet. Yeah. But I the battlefields can be a little crunchy. It does take place in this sort of like feudal Japan era. Um but everyone's in like samurai gear. Because this is based on like like very tangentially based on a samurai warriors game, right? So yeah. they're like, well, let's just keep them in samurai gear. So that's why it takes place in oldie times, I guess. Right, and I mean, I haven't gotten to play Legends Arceus obviously no. because I have to play all of these games that are a decade old. Uh, yeah. But I'm, I now that like I'm thinking about scratching it, scratching the itch. 
Samurai, I don't know if samurai are in it, but I don't think so. This seems like it would actually be after Arceus. Yeah. Samurai's, you know, like 19th century and earlier, but no, yeah, I maybe. don't know when the first one, like they, they, they were ended. The samurai order was the 19th century, but I don't know when they started. So I don't know. I think, let's samurai. see. Our boy Oda Nobunaga was kicking around in the 14th century. Yeah. So maybe that's roughly when this was supposed to be taking place. Because the Meiji, no way I'm saying that right, but Restoration was in um, 1868. So that's when they were done with samurai. But they, so they were around for six or seven centuries before that. So that's a while. Yeah. Okay. I like uh, the idea that this is Arceus' sandbox before everything else, and I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, that's we're lore masters my new now, and we're, we're the Pokemon Conquest theory. lore masters. The lore keepers. And, and if you have any saying, questions about Pokemon yeah. Conquest, just come to us and we'll answer them. And we're going to make it up on the spot. But you know what? That means that that's just the lore now. Yeah, because we're the ones with the microphone. Yeah. And what we say is what you all believe. That's power, and if you have a problem with that, you have to make your own podcast. So that's what we said. <laughs> we just keep telling you to do it. None of you listen. Yeah. Um, but also, it can't be about Pokemon because that's our thing. Yeah, so. please not. W- w- anything else interesting about this game? No, I feel like that's the kind of the main setup. We kind of talked about the Warriors stuff. It's like a game. It's a game based on a mode within a game and a game and et cetera. All right, then, Joshua, let's talk about Pokemon Conquest. Pokemon Conquest. After this break. <laughs> yeah, God damn it. Welcome back, Joshua. Welcome back, bug catchers. Um, at back. least initially here, you may have noticed we took break a little early. Uh, we'll probably keep these first couple a little shorter just because the, the game was so quick to get through. Um, but as the game picks up, these episodes might get a little bit longer just so we can cover everything. But Yeah, it's structured where you get more of the story as you go along, but it doesn't do as much exposition as any mainline game when you start. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, as far as I recall, and then also just rereading this walkthrough for the notes like you just get dropped into this and you're a warrior there's i mean there's like a cutscene at the beginning but it doesn't explain much and it's like the sort of pre-title screen cutscene so most people are probably just gonna blow right past it but yeah you get dropped into the aurora nation yes this is your nation and you are a warlord or a war lady war lady Well, I think that they're technically referred to as the her- the hero or the heroine, our characters, but... Interesting. <laughs> is it for... It can't be war lady. I've never heard anyone pronounce it heroine. Is it before. always a... What? Is that what her- you always heroine? say? Heroine? You're trying to what? push drugs? What is a woman lord called? God damn it. What a fucking ignorant asshole I look like to Canceled. all of our fucking... It's a lady, okay? It's just a lady? They're lord. They're war ladies. Yeah, war lady. Because it's a lord and lady. Okay, yeah, war lord and, and war lady. Yeah. Dude, um, you choose to be a war lord or a war lady. A title, and how do you not know this, Joshua? The appellation lord is primarily applied to men, while for women, the appellation lady is used, who are styled as lord. So I guess you can be a war lord and a woman. That's cool. That's that's feminism. Yeah. The, this is what we've what, been fighting for. progress. There we go. Yeah right in our lane we're learning uh, we're sharing what we're learning that's true we are sharing what we're learning we're all warlords so we get dropped into the aurora nation which is our our tutorial nation yeah we learn all about 
Pokemon. We look like samurai. Uh, did you choose the War Lady or the Warlord? Warlord. Yeah, me too. What'd you What'd you name your Warlord? Joshua. <laughs> Good. Very creative. Very inventive. Well, I don't like. I was saying with the timeline, if this is the earliest game, this has to be the earliest well, incarnation the of the Joshua that is reborn. Of course, yeah. Also, I, I needed a break from coming up with a whole thing after yeah. last season. You know. No, I don't blame you. Um, and I, of course, remember. You know, I've <laughs> I've I've learned a lot about kind of Japanese culture and Japanese history in my time. Oh um, yeah, that's a, one of the things you're known for. Joshua was a very common name during the uh, the Oda Nobunaga dynasty. So I guess I could have done a pun pun with Nobunaga or something. What could I have done? Maybe I should know, I rename it now? Just been. I was even a little dicey on the nicknames at the top. I was like, should we be putting our American names in these Japanese names? Maybe not. Probably Maybe that's culturally insensitive. Not. I think it's a no. <laughs> All right, we won't do that again next week. <laughs> um, do you want to know about my character? Well, I don't know, but Pokemon's names are based on Japanese names, and we are also smashing those together, so... Oh, that's true. God. Also, uh, there's another fun facty. This is the only game, Pokemon game, since Hey You Pikachu that was only released in Japanese and English. So. Oh, really? Just didn't quite break out of those markets? No. 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 Um, this game did get really, really good reviews in Japan, and sold really well in Japan. Not so much here. Yeah, um, well, let's see. Nintendo Power Magazine gave it a 9 out of 10. Oh, it definitely IGN had good reviews. Rated it 9 out of 10. And it's got an 81.97 on game rankings. Yeah, it's got great reviews. It's killing it. I don't think it's sold like hotcakes, though. I don't think so either. Had this game not existed, the game Tokyo Mirage Sessions would have been proposed as a Fire Emblem Pokemon crossover game instead. That sounds awesome. Oh, shit. I like, I really like the Tokyo Mirage Session game. The one that they remade for, for I did Switch. not play that. What are we talking about? Pokemon. Do you want uh, to know about my character? Yeah. Uh, potentially problematic name that you gave yourself? Uh, I named him King Boo. Okay. And okay, and what's that based on? Well, he's long dead. That's it? So it's just if the it's, ghost? If it's like, if it's really sort of like samurai era of the Poke world... These characters that we're playing are long dead, Josh. Yeah. So he's a ghost, King Boo. Well, okay, but he was still called King Boo back when he was banging, which is what we're doing right now, even though he I, was alive? I guess I didn't think it through that far. Uh-huh. I was really sick, Josh, earlier So this maybe week. we both could have spent a little bit more time thinking about that. I was really sick. I didn't have a clear head. You remember? I texted you earlier this week. I was really sick. That's true. That's why we're in this situation recording foggy. right now. Yeah. Too sick to even record a podcast. I'm telling you, people, I couldn't even get out of bed. So anyway, King Boo drops King Boo. into the okay. the world of Ransai, and he's just ready to wage war. Oh, yeah. No, no qualms. Just absolutely hits the ground running like, where do we go first? Who are we um, conquering? What are we pillaging? The game then introduces to you to your sidekick, who is a woman named Oichi. Oichi, yeah. Who's got a little giggly puff. And we have um, Eevees. Yeah, you have to start with an Eevee. They start you with an Eevee. And then Oichi also always starts with a giggly puff. So the two of you are instant best friends and sidekicks. And you do all your battles together. And then um, mm-hmm. and then they just they, they give you this like breakneck slideshow where they introduce you to about six different like 
wild looking characters with huge personalities all at once and you're to kind of <laughs> yeah. keep track of all of them. Um, their names are Mitsunari, Kiyomasa, Masanori, and of course, Oichi. Right. Um, and then some bad guys too, who are from the Ignis nation. Which is the first nation that we fight. Uh, and they come, they come doing some, uh, some, some saber rattling at you. Yeah. They're like, come on over. If you're ready to ready to do some war, Mr. Warlord, Mrs. Warlady, come on yeah. over to the Ignis Nation. We'll take you down. But before we can go to the Ignis Nation, Josh, we have to learn how to play this dang game first, don't we? Right. I guess we should talk about that. So Oichi takes you to the first location within the Aurora Nation, your nation, which is the Mysterious Ruins. No, the farm. Farm. farm mysterious Ruins we can't get into yet. No, we need a we need a fully leveled up Eevee to do that, I think. No, it's just a little just a little farm. Basic yep. terrain. So there will be varying terrains with different levels, and like most strategy games, the level that you're on will impact the amount of damage you can do, the moves you can do, and like, you know, how much movement you have in a turn. Yeah. The farm is just, you know, grass or, you know, whatever, crop. I don't know. Yeah. It's green. P- plains land. Couple of yeah. couple of different levels and it's our EVs and Gigglypuff. And then yeah, your your warrior characters are not involved in the battling at all. You just kind of get dropped into this battle screen, which is that like you know isometric three quarters view of the battlefield. Uh, you can twist the camera, though I have not figured out how yet. I did it on accident. I think it does it automatically if you like pop behind a building or something. But you drop in it's just your pokemon and oichi's pokemons which you control like josh said earlier you don't really have a team of pokemon you have a team of warriors each of whom has like a partner pokemon right and then uh it's just the enemy pokemon who in this beginning level are all like little weaklings i think mine was a a starly and a maybe a meowth yeah i i don't even remember they were so nothing they were just nothing to me and then you uh, you you do a, a turn-based kind of tactics strategy game. If if any of you in the Bugcatcher Nation aren't familiar with, and believe us, we're coming after you. As soon as we tear through these seventeen Ranside Nation, we're coming after the Bugcatcher Nation next with our army of Pokemon. It's the hidden level. If you haven't played one of these games before, it's it's kind of like a chessboard, uh, and you have the option to move characters and then like attack in any of the adjacent squares around you or do some kind of like magic that has like an area effect to spell or you know shoots in a straight line uh, sometimes or you can range. have like ranged attacks yeah exactly mm-hmm. which you can shoot across the map um, for instance in this game like a lot of the fire pokemon uh, need to attack from two tiles away so that they can use ember and it just kind of shoots two tiles away so right. If you get up and hug a, a Charmander, it can't do as, as much, or it needs to like get away from you before it can do. Yeah, much it can't damage. even. It doesn't even have scratch or you know some kind of melee attack. It has to be ranged. Um, and then you just kind of take turns doing that. You you move your guys, they move their guys, and then you know whoever ha- has guys on the field at the end of the the match wins the match. Yeah, and they've got not really levels. They have like what's essentially HP slash. Uh, attack almost yeah like it will just list out you know 100 something and that's their hp and you'll be able to do a certain amount of that damage depending on the type matchup the move the terrain etc to the enemy pokemon yeah and then you ko and then you ko yeah you got it josh 
You just KO. So, I mean, that's essentially the the tutorial chapter that they give us uh, right at the start. You you win it very handily and easily, I assume. Oh, yeah. Um, and then you can then keep kind of grinding out levels here. The, it unlocks the ravine here in the... Uh, the Aurora area. And then as you keep going back to any of these little spots, you can keep leveling them up, which makes them harder, which introduces new Pokemon to them. And you can just kind of like keep leveling up your Pokemon that way. You can't catch any of these Pokemon. Right. That's the the main difference between this game and other Pokemon games. Instead of catching these Pokemon, every now and then you will run into a warrior who's in one of these spots. And they are controlling Pokemon, and if you manage to defeat them, um, you have the option of trying to recruit that warrior. But I think it's it's ran- other than the scripted ones, you know, the leader of the kingdom. It's like random when they show up. I think so, right? Because I, th- I, I did think get a couple, but sometimes it seemed like when you try to recruit them, there's a chance they can say no. Yeah, that's right. And sometimes it seems like it's automatic. Like the first couple I picked up, the guy who had the um, the pan sage and the guy who had the well i guess it's random so we got probably two different guys but yeah i did not encounter anyone with one of those gross little pan monkeys uh well they the guy who had the pan sage and the guy who had the swaddle both just kind of like they're like yeah we're in so welcome to the team bros <laughs> so anyway the ignis nation now that you're done with the tutorial comes after you and they're like we're here to to stir some shit up and they are the fire nation yeah they're the fire Ig- nation ignis Ig- Ignis. I got it, Josh. You're Fire. not going to believe this. I got it. Okay. Just making sure you're keeping pace. They got this little wormy guy called Hideyoshi yeah. as their leader, and that's why I named you after him at the beginning of the episode, Josh. You calling me wormy? Mm. I didn't say that. Is wor- wormy necessarily bad? I didn't say that either. Okay. Good. You're, Good. you're making a lot of assumptions, Josh. Good. Or you were about to, and I'm glad you so checked you yourself. you could have complimented me. Yeah. It's a compliment. Yeah, it's wormy. It's something to aspire to. Um, and he's got a couple of like henchmen, a couple of like sidekicks who uh, who have their own Pokemon as well. Yeah, they they drop you into the middle of the fight. So every time you kind of advance on another nation, you're you're just sort of dropped right into a fight to like conquer that nation. Yeah, and then if you win it, which we did handily, it unlocks other little uh, territories within the kingdom, much like we were talking about the farm and the ravine in Aurora, you'll get other equivalents based on uh, yeah. what the terrain is in the kingdom that you're in. Yeah. In in Ignis Nation, it's a cave and a float stone yeah. that you unlock, and they're full of uh, fire-type Pokemon. Um, and also, lava. So this is another thing. Is like environmental factors play into these games because right. when a non-fire type Pokemon steps into lava, it gets burned <laughs> and hurt. But when a fire type Pokemon steps into lava, it heals, uh, and vice versa. If you're on fire, if you're burned, and you step into water, you'll you'll heal. So that you, right. that starts to play into the strategy of these Ignis levels is um, trying to kind of like not corner yourself into a, a lava corner. Um, and also, like, the other Pokemon will want to stick to the lava because they can kind of, like, constantly heal in the lava and you can't come after them in the lava. Yeah, so, and it gets especially obnoxious because, as we mentioned, many fire Pokemon will have ranged attacks so they can sit on a strategically positioned tile in the lava and just lob embers at you. Right. Yeah, and then you have to, like, lure them back out. 
It's a pain in the butt. Luckily, in this first couple levels, the lava's strips are all just like one strip long, so it's pretty easy just to get on either side of it with your EV and your Gigglypuff. Yeah, and just whack away at it, knock them back and forth. And then when you do enough hits with any one Pokemon, it unlocks their Warrior move. That's right. Uh, where you hit X and do a special move for Eevee, it's Quick Attack. <laughs> yeah, the and terrifying f- Quick Attack. Yeah, and for Jigglypuff, it's Sing, or, or something like it's something that remember. heals. Yeah. It heals Jigglypuff, um, but you're not taking a ton of damage. You don't need to be healing your Jigglypuff. I, yeah, I didn't even use it. Yeah, I think I don't know. I like expected it to like unleash some shit on like one of these fire type Pokemon, and it just like healed itself for like four points. I expected the Jigglypuff to expand and blow up all over the stage. That's what like I'm Kirby? used to Jigglypuff doing in no Super Smash Brothers. But also, yeah, you gonna play that uh Kirby Forgotten Land or I do really Forbidden like Kirby games. Um, West, whatever it is, <laughs> it's 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 only got like okay reviews. Oh no, it's got pretty good reviews. I thought yeah, it had I'm gonna play pretty it. good reviews. I'm sort of intrigued. I got a backlog with as I was referencing, Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring. Oh, yeah. I will play it after I've had my fill of Elden Ring. Yeah, it feels like a nice palate cleanser, just a little curvy game. I just want to suck up one of those cars. I know. The car thing looks really fun. That's all I care about. As soon as I suck up a car, I'll be done with it. Yeah. Just play till then. I wish I wish Gamefly still existed so I could just rent it yeah. and uh, suck up a car and just send it back. All done. <laughs> I got my fill. And so did Kirby. <laughs> Beat these assholes. Yeah. Play a couple more of these little areas within the Ignis Nation. And then we hear we hear that there are some cowards to the south. The the <laughs> weakling Greenleaf cowards. Nation. Yeah. Who their leader, Modinari, literally just like begs you to not attack. He's like, We're we're just here. We're like we're not here to do any harm. We're not here to make any enemies. We just want to like I mean, Live in our peaceful little plot, and we don't want anyone to bother us. And what do you and Oichi do? Their fucking castle is a greenhouse, for for Christ's sakes. <laughs> like, yeah, their their castle's a greenhouse, and like you don't even ha- they're so weak that you don't even have to beat their Pokemon to conquer them. You just have to capture their flags. Yeah. In the in the Greenleaf Nation, they introduce a new mechanic, which is flags. There's three flags on the level, and if your Pokemon can sit on them and capture all three that you win. Yeah, you don't even have to do any time. damage to the other players. And then they just give up. And they give up. And also, when you're sitting on the flag, you heal. Right. Like, f- for a lot. So it's that's all I did. I, I just went and parked all three of my Pokemon on the three flags and, and called it a day. And then they just rolled over. Back to smoking that green leaf. This is where Modinari's sidekicks both joined my team, including the guy who had the Pansage and the guy who had the Swaddle. I see. So I only got one of them. Oh, I guess you didn't play it as well as. I oh did. no no! I got Cottony. That's right. I guess you must not have played it as well as I did. I mean, <laughs> uh, it's sort of a toss up to me whether you want Cottony or Pansage. <laughs> I don't want Pansage. I'll tell you yeah. that right now. I feel I like I probably did a little bit second. better. <laughs> we really can't escape these Swaddles, huh? No, they really want us to have Swaddles. Do they Pokemon in black and white too? Yeah, of course they do. Hell yes. Well, then I'm fine with the Swaddle, honestly. If I can if I can make my team all sexy Pokemon by the end of this game, King Boo's like army Yeah, of... that's what I'm like. Are you trolling me? You know who Swaddle, Swaddle turns into. Yeah, Levani. Yeah. Do you think Boo is sexy? The ghost? From Mario? With the, I mean, 
that with that tongue. <laughs> and and they're a little shy, you know. They're like, yeah. Ooh, ooh. They're kind of coy. Yeah. And they're like tricksters. They're probably like they're having fun. They're probably DTF. They're like you know. All right. Well, then the I think the, the premise game. holds up. Then King Boo's army of sexy Pokemon by the end of this game. Okay, so that's there. You go. So that's gonna be what you're going for. Yeah, and then canonically. And this is something, that, and again, we're the lore masters for Pokemon Conquest. Right. Canonically, King Boo and his army all die because it's old time. And they become King Boo and the ghosts. You know, the army of the dead? From the Mario games. Yeah. Yeah, that's And that's it. canon. That's part of the Pokemon universe that everyone knows. Do you have any trouble in Greenleaf? No. 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 Did you go to Fontaine too? Yeah. Did, or weren't we supposed to? No. First three. Oh, that's why I'm a higher level. You did a whole extra Aurora level. Aurora doesn't count. I thought that we had to do Fontaine also. No way, man. Oh, I didn't count Aurora. Fontaine, spoiler alert, Buck Catchers, is the water one. Yeah, I imagine. Because yeah. um, it sounds like fountain. I guess I can keep it a secret what mon I got from there. Well, let's talk about our teams. In the level check? It's still level check? Oh, by the way. All the Pokemon in this game aren't you make me barf because the sprites suck. Oh my Genuinely god. Genuinely went and looked them up and I was like, who do I want to pick? And I think maybe Oichi's Jigglypuff is one of the worst. Yeah. You can I barely even make out any of its features. Agree. And that's just a big round, you know, pink ball. Pink blob. Like yeah. could, he couldn't even pull that off. Right. I didn't have any sweeties. You know, it didn't even cross my mind. Yeah, it's hard to. I, it's I'm hard almost to embarrassed, but like, uh, you know, there just wasn't that much to look at. Munchlax is really bad. Did I don't they think didn't I saw Munchlax. They didn't try with Munchlax. No, I'm looking at the sprite. <laughs> Wait, how did you find the sprite? I just, I found it on some website. Here, I'll send it to you. God, so they've got the sprites of this somewhere? On Pokencyclopedia. Poke, Pokencyclopedia.info. That is not a very good. Oh, it's like the Merriam-Webster dictionary to Bulbapedia's Oxford yeah. English dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a look at that. Look at that uh, Munchlax sprite and that link I just sent you. God, the Pansage sprite is really bad too. They just like can't figure out what to do with the eyes with so few pixels. It is now that I, I just I'd heard Chibi before, but I somehow never knew what it actually described. And now that I'm seeing that, they are all big heads, giant eyes. Yeah, they look they look terrible. <laughs> Man. Well, I whatever. See, it's a fun game. I see game. some sweeties that I won't spoil yet. You know what's weird about you this? You know, though? Charmander's like, not that bad. The overworld sprites or like the menu sprites for modern Pokemon games for like Gen 5 all looked great. Like, why bother with this weird, I guess because it was three quarters like isometric. So they have to capture them at this weird angle. Yeah, that's the problem. Because I think that Jigglypuff would probably be kind of cute. <laughs> Look how bad if it wasn't angled. Crocorock looks and Crocodile. Oh God! <laughs> oh no! We'll po we'll post this link when we put this episode up, bug catchers, so you can see. Yeah, some of these thanks, PokeEncyclopedia.info. Yeah, thank um, God we have this. Hit me with Joshi's Pokemon, and you cannot nickname them. So no, <laughs> we won't be doing that this season either. That'll no. speed things up. I won't be giving anyone some lore about a uh, ancient. I guess monarchs. we could do it unofficially. <sighs> I, mean, really I, I would to. think about it once I get to like a team that I will be You're consistent with. with, but I'm none of, I don't know what the hell is going on here yet. I mean, this is just whatever I could take, you know? Yeah. So it's Eevee. 
163. Mm-hmm. Although mine are messed up because I played ahead, apparently. Josh played ahead. So couldn't wait. Mine are overleveled. Eevee, 163. Mm-hmm. Gigglypuff, 152. Mm-hmm. Charmander, 123. Mm-hmm. Uh, Redacted, 82. <laughs> uh-huh. Cottony, 110. And Sawaddle, 105. Yeah, I have pretty much the same team. I have Eevee, 121. Jigglypuff, 122. Charmander, 88. Pansage, 80. And Sawaddle, 67. So I'm a bit behind Pathetic. you, but I don't think it'll be all that tough for me to catch up, Josh. No. Because I'm really good at turn-based rpgs i know it's too bad we won't be able to battle i know that would be so much fun i would love to battle you in this game me too well let's reach out to pokemon showdown and tell them to add a conquest mode just for us that hard can't be that hard they did it with the other pokemon games just kind of they keep removing features on us i know every time we log in they're like oh we got rid of that one it's like great and like oh your pokemon is banned for some reason i don't know if we ever said that uh on the mic about my braviary problem i know when we were battling pokemon iacle chris last season um it honestly took us like 30 minutes to figure out how to like get the team's program so that pokemon showdown would accept them because like pokemon showdown is designed for like pokemon pros who want to battle their pokemon and not idiots who have like joke teams yeah and we get caught with like oh like sleep claws and in whatever you know different mode we select and my braviary kept getting canceled because it was like level you know 40 can't be that level (laughs) and it's because i caught it in the wild and it was 25 and it's that special braviary and it was like they have to be at least level 54 i'm like and there was like a gen 5 free-for-all for for the first three matches and then they just got rid of it (laughs) They didn't like to, what we they struggled. were seeing us do with it. Yeah, they, they were like, this is this is dark. <laughs> dark-sided, what you're doing. Um, Joshua, Yeah. let's call it a night. We will yeah. be back, bug catchers, for more in the Ransai region. More, more war, more conquest, more death, more famine next week. We'll more be warlords, doing... more war ladies. Fontaine. Yep. Pugilus and Violite. Uh, I'm going to guess... Nations. Dark? Could be. I feel like it could be poison, too, but... Could be poison. Yep, you're right. All right. Bug catchers, my name has been... Well, I'm not going to say it again. (laughs) My name's been Tanner. I'm joined by Josh. And we are Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast. Please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. And do um, recommend it to a friend. I don't know if you have a friend who loved Conquest or if you just want to find a good kind of hopping on point for someone. I guess like the beginning of an interstitial season is kind of a fun place to, kind of a wild place to join. But do it. I don't know. Taking it easy. I guess I would want to, I'd be a pretty fun place to join if I were a new listener to this podcast. Yeah, it's light um, and breezy. It's only going to be whatever we chose, five or six episodes. You can refer yeah. to the graphic that we will be, that is already posted on posted. our socials at EXP SharePod on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. And then um, pick up the game and play along with us if you want. It's, it's pretty fun. I'm enjoying it so far. And I, I think a lot of you would enjoy it as well. Yeah, it gets even better, but I am already enjoying it once again. Uh, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Do follow us on Instagram and Twitter at exp_sharepod. Yeah, uh, check out follow the subreddit, subreddit.com/r/bugcatchers. And that's all we're gonna say this week. Yeah, I guess that's it. Bugcatchers, Joshua. Goodbye. See you later.